0: the All Rookie Podcast. Today is November 22nd, 2021, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at William is Bill. We'd love to hear your commentary and feedback about the show. And as you know, or if you don't know, this show is all about the rookies. I follow the draft class of this year, 2021, Uh, all year long because there's so much talk and build about this draft class during draft season. But then when the regular season starts, you only focus on the big names, the top two or three picks. In this case, the top five picks. But, you know, the other rookies get lost in the shuffle, and they deserve some love too. So that's what this show is all about. So today I'm going to recap some of the highlights from our rookies on Friday and Saturday. And then I'm going to recap the games on Sunday. So nice little weekend recap. Starting our week off right. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. Now on Friday, we had five rookies uh, have a nice performance. And first, we'll start off with Ayo Desunmu. He scored 10 points, had eight rebounds. You love to see that, especially from a bench player right now. So if there's ever an injury on the Bulls, Look out for Ao. I mean, his production could, you know, be incredible. But it just depends on who it is. Damar, Levine, you never know. But um, also, Josh Giddy had a big performance. 14 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists. He is really finding his way with OKC. And I mean, this is probably the perfect team for him to go to. If he was on any other team, it's possible his development would be uh, you know terrible you know it, It's possible that he could get lost in the shuffle Anything like that And with OKC they're letting him Make mistakes letting him learn on the fly And it's really working out Well and it's still early in the season And he's putting up a double double like this Just wait till the season Progresses those assists will be coming up And he could be putting up some Jason Kidd like a assi- uh, triple Doubles like he did back in the day with the low numbers But still triple doubles Uh, Josh Giddey seems to be headed toward that direction. Also, Franz Wagner, huge game on Friday. He had a dud on Saturday, but huge game on Friday with 17 points, 5 rebounds. His teammate had a huge game as well. James Suggs, 21 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and a block. Putting up production in every category. That's what the fantasy managers love to see different stats like that uh, in different categories. So whenever you have two steals in a block as a point guard, that's what you want to see. And last but not least on Friday, Cade Cunningham. 19.6 rebounds, 6 assists. Same for Cade. I mean, to be doing this in your first year, these are teenagers putting up numbers like this, as in Giddy and Cade uh, and Suggs. Uh, but to be putting up numbers like this is just incredible. And, you know, Suggs has kind of been up and down. But as you can see, 21 points, that's great. So, you know, not every rookie that's great, not every player that's great starts off great as a rookie. So, it's no knock on Suggs to be up and down when you're seeing Giddy and Kay pretty consistently putting up good numbers. Uh, besides Cade's first two games. And, you know, not to mention Scotty Barnes and Evan Mobley just playing like all-stars already. This rookie class is truly special. Now, for Saturday, I'll name five studs, too. And that was Jalen Sucks again, 14 points, six rebounds, four assists. Really good game. Josh Giddy, again, 15 points, eight rebounds. His teammate, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, 13 points, eight rebounds. And as long as Jeremiah Robinson Earl gets those minutes, he's going to put up production like this. He's never going to get you probably 20-plus points, but... You know, he's going to get a solid amount of points between, like, 8 and 15 and a solid amount of rebounds between, like, 6 and 14. So, that's that's a perfect role player guy, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Any contending team would love to have a Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Right now, for OKC, he's just out there to get minutes. But, you know, he's not going to change their fortunes. But if uh, some playoff team can get their hands on Jeremiah Robinson Earl, trust me, They will snatch him up so quick because every team, especially that has stars, wants a guy like Jeremy Robinson Earl that doesn't need the ball and will be productive. Also, we have Alperen Sengun. I had to put him on here. It's not the most incredible game, 10 points and 6 rebounds, but it was coming on the heels of the game where he played 5 minutes and the Rockets fans... And NBA fans and fantasy fans were in the uproar because he only played five minutes. So the very next game, he played 24 minutes and had a nice stat line of 10 and 6. So everyone wants to see Singo get more minutes because we all know his potential, what he can be. But Coach Silas with the Rockets is very, being very casual and uh, with him. And, you know, he wants to coach him up his own way. I'm sure the veterans are not really going to let him just take daniel tice's job uh, so daniel tice's veteran ship is keeping him in that lineup for now but i see tice getting traded down the line and so if Sangoon is in your league and is available it's like a dynasty league and you can hold a player he's a guy you want it's or make a trade offer because the um manager of Sangoon may be for, frustrated with the lack of minutes lack of production Trust me, it's coming in the second half of the season. Sangoon is a big-time talent. Uh, So, you know, great to see him get 24 minutes coming off that five-minute performance. And last but not least, his teammate Jalen Green had 16 points. You know, Jalen Green is not really known for putting up a ton of uh, counting stats. So he's going to get those points, and you're going to like it. (laughs) And that's about it, though. But you got to love Jalen Green. He's playing better as well throughout his rookie season. Now, we're going to start with Sunday's five-game performances. Uh, and we'll start with the Toronto Raptors versus the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors won this game 119-104. to 104. Uh, For the Raptors, you know we all have Scotty Barnes, who we always love to see his stat line because it's normally full of that You know, good stuff we want to see (laughs) in multiple categories, and he did not disappoint again Greedy fans might be like I wanted more points, but it's still double digits 10 points 13 rebounds five assists two steals Really 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 good production Unfortunately his field goal percentage was negative though. He went 3 for 11 from the um, field but two of those uh, shots that he did make were three pointers Two of three from three point line. So he should have just stayed behind the arc And he would have had a much better game And also his free throw percentage was horrible Two for seven Really 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 can't do that Scotty uh, And this is a the game they lost So you know every every free throw counts uh, We expect you to miss a couple But two for seven is uh, not acceptable But I'm sure he will work on that Scotty Barnes has you know, been a stud You can't complain We just nitpick Scotty Barnes, Evan Mobley, K. Cunningham, for the most part, because they have been everything we hoped and more. Um, they, you know, we have Justin Champagne. He's their undrafted rookie. He did he did not play in this game. Got a DNP, but Delano Bontine, their second round pick, did play twenty minutes. Had seven points, three rebounds, three assists. And if you're in a deep dynasty league, Delano Bonton should be on your radar. And it's because of games like this. When someone is out, like, uh, someone is out on the uh, OG. Yeah. OG is out. Pressure to chew was out the previous game. When players are out on the Raptors, Delano Bountine is able to get, you know, 10 to 20 minutes. And in those small amount of minutes, he's able to put up nice production. So you love to see that. And if there's another injury or if he cracks, if he just improves and ends up getting more minutes, I mean, look out because this is a talented player. He's a point guard, and he's like six foot nine, so uh, he can do it all as well. He just, you know, needs to work on his shot also. But look out for Delano Banton if you're in a deep league. I'm sure you already have. Everyone listening to this show knows what they're doing and you're experts, but, you know, <laughs> I know it. Any questions you have, you know, hit me up on Twitter at William Isbill. I'd love to talk to you about them, interact with you guys. I appreciate all your support, and i love to, you know, even have a little banter with you. We can disagree. (laughs) You know, it's all good. Most people don't 100% agree with my opinion on the rookies, but, you know, always turn out to be right. Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) But now moving on to the Warriors, you know, we have Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody. There are two lottery picks. Jonathan Kaminga only played eight minutes, zero production, just one rebound. Moses Moody, two minutes, zero production, all the way around. Just zeros everywhere. (laughs) But, you know, the Warriors have two lottery picks, the seventh pick, the 14th pick. Super talented players. If they were on any other team, you would be hearing about them every game because they would be lighting up the stat sheets, the scoreboards, the highlights. Um, and just, you know, being some of those players that we would want in fantasy and our dynasty, and everyone would be talking about. But because they are on the Warriors, it's a, such a negative for their playing time. Like Jonathan Kaminga could be doing some of what Scotty Barnes is doing. That's how talented he is. Moses Moody could be doing some of what Chris Duarte is doing. That's how talented he is. But you haven't heard much of anything from either of these two because they are on the Warriors, which is, you know, a negative as far as their playing time. But in turn, it also is a positive because they're learning to become winners, seeing how veterans and Hall of Famers are playing basketball. And like I said, with Clay Thompson coming back that's going to be only a positive for Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody as well. As far as minutes, it's going to be not great. (laughs) One of them may be sent to the G league, probably either of them or both of them could be sent to the G league when Klay Thompson comes back, but they will learn a lot from this year, but you know, these two rookies are the least talked about, but yet still two of the most interesting in this draft class and it's going to be very interesting to see what the Warriors do if they continue to hold on to them and still try to win a championship or trade these two chips in for a veteran, like a Bradley Beal type, uh, but Damian Lillard type, any, any great player, Ben Simmons possibly, and go that route. So, Because they have James Wiseman also. Those are three really young guys, super talented, but can't really find a path to minutes on this Warriors team so all right next game we have the Chicago Bulls defeated the New York Knicks 109 to 103 now you know on the Knicks they never have any rookies to talk about but this game Jericho Sims got in the game four minutes zeros all across the board because it was only four minutes except for he did have one block and that is what he is known for blocks rebounds and jumping high, (laughs) but it's good to see him get in the game. So we have to be happy about that. Quentin Grimes got in the game. Apparently it was less than a minute because he is listed on the stat sheet, but his zeros all across the board. And unlike Miles McBride, who is considered a DNP after his great G League performance, he did not get in the game, unfortunately. And for the Bulls, you know, they have Ayo Desunmu who played 20 minutes. Love to see that, that is great. Only two or six from the field and ended up with five points, two rebounds, one assist, and one steal. Uh, Not great production, but the fact that he's out there getting 20 minutes, even with Kobe White back, is a very positive sign. Uh, And it lets you know if there's an injury to a guy like Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan, Ayo DeSumo will, at minimum, retain 20 minutes at uh, positive uh, maximum be close to 30 minutes, and he will have more of the keys to the vehicle. I say that a lot the keys to the, anyway, <laughs> he will have more of an opportunity to put up more points and stats all around. So great to see AO, you know, make he made such an impact with this Bulls team because he didn't, he doesn't have to be getting minutes right now. They don't need him, but they're playing him because of how he's practicing, how he's working and functioning with the team and I love that. Next game we're going to go to the Phoenix Suns versus the Denver Nuggets and for the the Suns won that one 126 to 97. Now, for the Nuggets, you know they have our guy Bones Highland. So what did he do? Not much. 2 minutes. What? 2 minutes, one rebound. That's it. What happened? It's unfortunate because Bones Highland was starting to make his way into the lineup, surpassing players, getting more minutes than Focando Campazzo, Austin Rivers, matching P.J. Dozier, and then he had a slight injury. He missed a game, two or three games. Now he's get, he's back. He's been playing, but not as much. And so now in this game, he was the lowest of the minutes of these four players. Campazzo, 27 minutes. Austin Rivers, 28 minutes. P.J. Dozier, 21 minutes. Bones Highland, only two minutes. So was that because it's a blowout? Or did he lose his spot in a way to where he's going to have to turn around and earn that back? Or was it a blowout and the rest of them because he was injured not too long ago? We will see. But he's trending down right now. But And this was without Nikolai Jokic in the game as well. So they definitely needed more scoring. And Bones Highland is a scorer. So we will have to see. Next game, just throw this game in the trash. And we will see, because I know that hurt a lot of fantasy owners because it was only a five-game slate. You may have picked him up expecting, give me anything, and he gave you nothing, unfortunately. Not his fault. He only played two minutes. But that hurt a lot of guys, uh, including himself, I'm sure. So, uh, But don't panic. Keep an eye on, on Bones Highland. He will be better days are coming, better days are coming. Now, for the Phoenix Suns, you know, we always skip the Phoenix Suns. They have no rookies, right? In this game, their undrafted rookie they signed that the Raptors cut. Ish Wainwright got in the game, played five minutes, had two points, two rebounds, one assist. Incredible Phoenix Suns. Everyone give the Phoenix Suns a round of applause. Mm -hmm. All right, I need some sound effects. But I'm very happy for Ish Wainwright to get in the game. The Suns played everyone on their roster. (laughs) <laughs> and I guess that's because it was a blowout, so they need to blow out teams more often so Ish Wainwright can get in the game even more. I love to see it. That's my guy. Next thing we're going to is the Clippers versus the Mavericks. The Clippers won this one 97-91. Now, for the Mavericks, you know, they don't really have any rookies. They have one that's playing in the G League, EJ Omorui, and he lit it up in in the League, but he's still with the GLA team right now. So he was not able to get in, even though Luca is out. uh, But that doesn't really affect him because he's not a point guard. Uh, So And Maxi Kleber is back. So if there was opportunity, that door kind of closed right there with Maxi Kleber coming back, who had been out for a long time. So it's going to take multiple injuries for EJ Omarui to get on the Mavericks team but he has impressed in the G League. And that's their only rookie of note. And for the Clippers, very interesting game. Keon Johnson, their first-round pick, not even on the stat sheet. He's just in the G League, and he's just not ready for the NBA. He had a really good G League game, so I think he will continue to develop there. And maybe by midseason, end of the season, be fully with the squad, but not right now. B.J. Boston was a DMP. Now, that's a head-scratcher. Because they started Amir Coffey, who showed some signs last year, but he played 25 minutes and had three points and five rebounds. Now, you have B.J. Boston, who's shown that he can play this year, done very well in the G League, and when he's gotten opportunities with the Clippers. And this game, he's a DMP. I mean, this is a game where he could have started, but no such luck. So it's interesting to see what the Clippers are doing, but they won the game. So no one's going to care really, but you know, you invested in BJ Boston, even though he was a late second round pick, he got a two-way. He did not get a two-way contract. He got a three-year contract. So put him out there, let him get the minutes. Uh, But on this one, they decided to let him learn from the bench. And what can you say? What can you say now? We have to go to our final game of the night. And I saved the best for last, y'all. The Lakers versus the Detroit Pistons. Now you're wondering, the Pistons? Who cares about the Pistons? They're 4-12. and 12. Well, <laughs> the Lakers won this one 121-116, so it was a close game. But you're going to hear about this all day at work, at school, wherever you're listening. LeBron James completely okay I, I, um, let me word this right he was boxing out for a free throw Isaiah Stewart was trying to not let LeBron get the rebound LeBron swings back closed fist right in Isaiah Stewart's face and mayhem ensues <laughs> Isaiah Stewart was kind of you could tell he was kind of thrown off. he was like man I know you didn't just hit me in the face did you just hit me in the face and then as the blood started pouring down from his face, he was like, oh, no, oh, no. I, he hit me in the face. I'm going to kill this man. I don't care if he is the face of the league or not. He literally punched me in my face and is acting like he didn't do anything and is trying to get away with it. And Isaiah Stewart was not having that. He had to be restrained like 10 different times by <laughs> the whole Pistons team the whole Pistons training staff, security, everyone, Uh, it was mayhem. It was incredible and horrible and tragic and, you know, and seeing it in Detroit on that court in Detroit, you know, you can't help but have flashbacks of the last time there was absolute pandemonium uh, in a basketball game do your Googles if you don't know what I'm talking about. Malice at the palace. (laughs) But, uh, you know, this was insane. And I will have to say, a lot of people are saying Isaiah Stewart lost his mind. What is he doing? You can't do that. He deserves to be suspended. No, Isaiah Stewart had every right to act and react the way he did. LeBron James literally sucker punched this guy for no reason. And if I was him, I would want to kill LeBron James as well. Um, And I know this is not rookie related, but this kind of was, you know, the whole, this overtook everything. You're going to see it everywhere. There are going to be suspensions. I do not think Isaiah Stewart should be suspended. LeBron should be suspended. But that's not the narrative you're probably going to (laughs) hear. But you're hearing it from me. That was messed up by LeBron James. But (laughs) for the Lakers, you know, Their only rookie is Austin Reeves. They called up Sean D. Brown because Austin Reeves is still out with the left hamstring. But Sean D. Brown is not on the stat sheet right now. So they must, as soon as they sent him up, they must have sent him right back down. So no word on the Lakers for this game as far as rookies. Uh, Even if they did, you would never hear about it anywhere else because all you're going to hear about is LeBron and Isaiah Stewart. For the Pistons, now we had the huge performance from Cade Cunningham. He played 38 minutes, 6 for 21 from the field. His only negative is he went 1 for 9 from the three-point line. But he had 13 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. Yes, you heard me right. 13, 12, and 10. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a triple-double. Incredible performance by Cade Cunningham. And... As many viral highlights of this game that you're going to see, which is not literally even going to be highlights, is going to be Isaiah Stewart running to kill LeBron James. You will not see much about Kay Cunningham's triple-double. And that is what should be the story of the night, because this is incredible. This man has played less than 10 games in his NBA career, and now he has a triple-double. This is the signs of an incredible future and... I mean, wow. Uh, Words can't express how impressive this is. Now, you might look at it and say, oh, it's only 13, 12, and 10. Yeah, it's a triple-double, but it's a low-digit triple-double. No, 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 no. You're not going to do that. That, To have a triple-double this early in your career, I have to look it up and see, is this the fastest any player has gotten a triple-double because it's that early? Because you remember, he missed the first few games of the season, so he has not played the full season. This is incredible. Cade Cunningham is like a veteran out there on this young team. He plays like a veteran. He does not play like a rookie at all. You look at Jalen Green, he kind of plays like a rookie. Cade Cunningham is, you know, far beyond his age and years, the way he plays on the court. And that's one of the best compliments I can give anyone. And this is why, you know, I had him pegged as rookie of the year before the season started. It wasn't looking good at first, but with Evan Mobley out right now, you know, Kay Cunningham is in that top three running, top four running, but it's still early. But I want everyone to know the story of this game should be Kay Cunningham, a triple-double early in his rookie season. And unfortunately, Luca Garza did not play in this game, but uh, – and I think he should, you know, because Kelly Olynyk is out. You were playing against the Lakers with Anthony Davis – and, you know, they have some other bigs in Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan, who each played 13 minutes. They were not, you know, Isaiah Stewart got ejected. He only played 19 minutes. Trey Lyles only played 11 minutes. This is a perfect game Luca Garza could have gotten there. Yes, his defense is not incredible, but you need to start letting him learn on the fly. Anthony Davis still had 30 points and 10 rebounds, so it's not like anyone else stopped him. So I would love to see Luca get some more minutes. But that has not been the case thus far. Uh, But yes, Cade Cunningham, triple-double. Everyone remember that. (laughs) But uh, as if we're going to do our Rookies of the Night, it wasn't that many great performances, but I would have to give it to Scotty Barnes, who had the 10 points, 13 rebounds, five assists, two steals. We want those points higher, but we're being greedy. So great performance by Scotty Barnes. Two steals are incredible as well. And like we just mentioned, Kay Cunningham with a triple-double, 13 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists, and two steals as well. So don't forget about that. Now, (laughs) that was a crazy, exciting day of basketball. And I cannot wait to talk with you guys tomorrow. Thank you all so much for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. I truly, truly appreciate every listen, every follow (laughs) on Twitter, all that good stuff. So... I'll check in next time. I'm out of here. Peace.